once a day on planb.sg probably brought to you by your friends from Mendaki Sense and also MQ we mm. talk about um SUSS student who modified cars to make them untraceable for criminals oh you my know, god like we got all these brains right yeah. here yeah. in SUSS and US also got a lot of brains but yeah. NUS is going to do what well, okay, okay, let's sweeping statement, yeah, sweeping statement. <laughs> you all also from India, so okay, yeah, 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 true, yeah. true. So la. all this and more only <laughs> on Plan B. Don't yeah. SG. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B. Don't SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. Welcome back to Plan B.SG. I'm Zari Smile. And I'm Darren Ma. And I'm Rahman. Wow, power. Yes. That voice. Because it's the day. And because you ate. Yes. <laughs> we had lunch. Yes. <laughs> Today in news. Yes. So now, uh, this is from the Straits Times. Mm. SUSS student helped provide untraceable cars with cloned license plates to criminals. Oh my. Why? I don't know. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, this was released on March 20, uh, March 12th mm. at 5.57pm. Mm-hmm. A 28-year-old student helped provide uh, criminals with cars that were modified to become untraceable. Mm. Wow. On Friday, uh, Tan Wen Jie, a part-time student with us, SUSS, pleaded mm-hmm. guilty to conspiring to cheat the LTA and the Singapore <laughs> Customs. Mm-hmm. Tan was convicted on three charges mm. of cheating and three charges of making false declarations relating to the export of the cars. Mm. Oh, no. And the nine similar charges will be taken into consideration for sentencing. Not bad, this guy. Eh? Mm. Like power. Eh? What mm. he do? Uh, okay, so at least six other criminal cases have involved the use of the cars, including mm. road traffic violation cases mm-hmm. and the case of unlicensed money lending related harassment. Wow. Oh my god. And they give to this guy to do yeah. it. Wow. No, I think no, he, he, he helped, he helped to mask the, the cars. cars yeah. uh, I see. So in September 2018, Tan conspired with one Lee Wei, Wei Liang, mm-hmm. uh, 35, to profit from selling and renting deregistered cars. Mm-hmm. Tan would buy cars with COEs close to expiry and then resell them for profit. Oh, oh no! Lee also modified the cars in quiet car parks, grinding off the ch- chassis and engine mm. numbers, replacing the license plate with a cloned license plate, and replacing the in-vehicle unit with Damn. that of another registered vehicle. Oh wow! Oh. The registration number on the cloned license plate would belong to an existing registered car with a similar color, make, and model. I see. Han was the one who sourced for the replacement IUs and cloned license plates. Mm-hmm. The cars were modified so that they could not be traced when used for illegal purposes. Oh my! They were sold. And rent on carousel And through mm-hmm. a middleman Who earned a commission mm-hmm. The sales and renters Were done on a No questions asked basis With no checks On whether the buyer Was even legally Allowed to drive Oh my oh god my. Mm. The court was told Then that the cars Were later Often used in Or used to facilitate Criminal activity Wow And they included Two BMWs A Mitsubishi Lancer EX Honda Stream Honda Civic Honda Jazz And a Mazda 6 Wow mm. So aside from procuring the vehicles Tan also facilitated The preparation of documents mm. Wow He really made it Into a whole industry eh? Wow To make it seem like The vehicles had already been Or were going to be exported mm. He did this by liaising With middlemen from Scrap Car Shop And Absolute Motors Paying them to do up The paperwork So, wow, this guy is a bit um, crazy. But basically, the whole entire operation fell apart after police managed to trace one of the modified cars Mm. used in the unlicensed money lending related harassment case. Mm. Wow, this is like some Italian job kind of thing. How old is this guy? 
28 I think 28 and then he yes, is from at why must they mention SUSS he, he's still studying there I, I don't know I what is he studying yeah he's a student yeah he's a student eh? but he he's a part-time student but I don't think they mentioned what he was studying mm. engineering maybe I don't know <laughs> oh, but well. yeah like Coms, he, so he <laughs> is now on bail right now for $10,000 and he could be facing uh, up Death, 10 no. years no. No. <laughs> 10 years and also okay. fining for each cheating charge oh my and he's facing a total of 77 charges. Wow. Good, good luck to them. Um, yeah, I mean, in a sense, I think he deserves it. You know, this was really elaborate. This was not like a, you know, like one, one-off uh, like moment yeah. of greed or whatever. Like he mm-hmm. had a whole elaborate system. You know, when I read these kind of things, mm-hmm. yes, he's a criminal. What he did was wrong. Yeah. But I'm also in awe at the brains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Criminals I, are smart people, bro. Yeah, man. I'm true, like, true. wow, that... Degree of detail, the yeah. thought processes, the sourcing yeah. of the different true, true. parts, mm. the number of people he had to pay off, and the, the fact that he could do it for so long mm. yeah. until he finally got busted. Yeah, how long did he do it for? I mean, I don't think they mentioned a time, but it's like I mean, look at the number of cars he did lah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. The, the BMWs, the Mitsubishi, blah, blah 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 blah, like so many cars. Yeah, but you know what? Who's smarter? Who the the ones who actually unfoiled? Yes, uh, and also found out about this operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. like. Something is amiss. Something is not ticking. Yeah. What is the missing link? Eh, yes. It's him. You know, it's yeah. him. Yeah. But I mean, it's... So, you know, like, so this kind of stuff, right? Reminds me of... Remember that time there was that Chinese spy, the Singaporean mm. spy yeah, for, the, yeah. for China. Uh-huh. And then like there was the... I, I remember seeing sometime later, this didn't make as much, as big a news, but like they featured, I think, like a arms trader mm-hmm. in Singapore mm-hmm. who was trading arms with North Korea. Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I'm just like, wow, Singapore got these kind of people. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> Do yeah. you know? Uh, don't know. I, I think you've, you've dealt with the cases before. Like what? Huh? Sorry? Have you dealt with these kinds of cases? Uh, yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. Wow. Then why you say don't know? Mm, uh, lawyer confidentiality. Not, oh, no, it's not confirm or deny. Uh, uh, example, no, no comments, example. No comments. No comments. Example. Okay, I mean, uh, I still remember one of the... one. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm just going to throw the word first. <laughs> At a very primitive time, I remember uh-huh. there was one particular case uh, of un- unlicensed money lending. Okay. Mm. And this particular individual was, uh, it was very hard to catch him. Okay. Because mm. uh, he would appear out of nowhere uh-huh. and he would be in a full mask oh, oh, with wow. a wig and with, with a wig. Yeah. Wow. And and he would do all the the assisting and un- unlicensed money lending things like you know the mm. old money pay money yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the spring the pain on the gate and all yeah, that and right. then he would disappear it was very very difficult to trace oh wow, trace wow. but yeah eventually he was caught because of where he parked his car i but, see yeah so oh. th- these kind of things happen and and i mean on a larger scale as well yep, yep. i think singapore because of our geographical location mm. because of our good trade ties that's true the other day, I just watched a video. Somebody was saying that Singapore has the strongest passport in the world. Oh. So, we definitely will be well-traveled yep, and yep. have many access to different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. That is true. So, you you can imagine businessmen here will be will be doing all kinds of funny things. Lah. I, mm. I see. Mm-hmm. Comes with the territory. It's yeah. quite cool yeah. though, honestly. Like sometimes when I hear about these kinds of... I mean, obviously it's wrong and blah, blah, blah. But it's cool though. Like, yeah. it's like this is the kind of stuff that could make it into a movie. Hollywood movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're it's right. like watching like Ocean's 13 or something. Right? Yeah. Hey, but you know what? Like recently I saw this 
you know like what's been happening in Myanmar and like it's getting worse by the day oh, and stuff. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But like I saw one of our because CNN is Singapore. Like, I mean it's yeah. Asian news, but mm. it's Singapore also. Based, yeah. So like they one comment. Mm-hmm. I think like the article was talking about how um the one of the protest um, things in Yangon or something like they burned down Chinese owned com- uh, factories mm-hmm. I yeah. think in in Myanmar and then like one of the comments was damn scary it was this guy mm-hmm. he said like yeah um because China is is in that sense kind of not condemning like the the army right they're mm-hmm. kind of allies in that sense uh-huh. so they're like Singapore you watch out oh my oh, he said wow. something to that effect I can't remember the exact quote but he said something like uh, Singapore also has all these business ties. Mm-hmm. They should watch out or something like this. Uh. Mm, I and see. I was just like, holy shit. Hey, but we did a lot for Myanmar. No? If I'm not mistaken, we we were the ones who tried our best to help them get on ASEAN, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Then, we had a vision for tomorrow. Yeah. We yeah. had a yeah. vision oh my God, for it's tomorrow. still on that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it was... More towards encouraging peace and democracy more than anything else. Yeah, but right now, you know, like people's emotions are high in Myanmar. Like mm. for them, it's just about, you know, like if you are allied with the with the army, then you are, we are the enemy of the people kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's tough lah, because, you know, Singapore has really got a good thing going on. Even Vietnam at one point of time, right? We have businesses going there. Mm. Uh, and then they have their political leaders looking at how we are growing as a, as a na- how we grown as a nation. Yes. Our nation's blueprint uh, is looked upon very highly. It is, it is. It by is. other countries, you know? Yes, dude, bro. When mm. I was, I, I went to, uh, I went to Nairobi. Yeah. Oh, Nairobi. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. Nairobi. Okay. Yeah, I was in Nairobi. Mm. Can you explain to our some of our listeners? I'm pretty sure some people would never have heard of this country. Nairobi mm. is in in Kenya and Africa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And when when I went there and I was, uh, it it's totally different uh, from from Singapore, like what yep, we yep. used to see. Of course, bro. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Nairobi, my gosh. Yeah, and it was oh, yeah. it was an eye opener for me as well. Yes. Yes. But I remember when I was at like. Uh, I was in between business meetings and then I went for a short safari. Mm. And then um, the one of these like really mafia looking guys yeah. at, uh, at a tourist shop, he looked like he was a lot controlling the area. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. okay. So, and he was like extremely ridiculously priced uh, tourist items. So, it was okay. a typical tourist trap. Yeah. Then when I walked in and the guy looked at me up and down, he said, where are you from? Yeah. Uh, this well spoken uh, perfect oh, okay. English yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. perfect English then I said I'm from Singapore then he said oh Singapore do you know that we achieved independence the same year Singapore did really oh. yes then I was like huh really then he said yeah look at where Singapore is and look at where Kenya is <laughs> oh, oh my yeah, god yeah. then I was like oh okay <laughs> I I mean, how did you react yeah. to that yeah, I would feel so intimidated ah, yeah, yeah, bro yeah, yeah. I was there and I was like trying to hide into the crevices <laughs> of the shop I see Yeah, I see. It, it's scary bro it's scary. like you say the wrong thing later like they take it as you're offending his country yeah, or like, yeah, 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 you know like yeah, you don't know yeah, what to say yeah so so yeah lah so just oh thank you thank you thank you <laughs> and yeah, hide into the background but Oh yeah, so I th- we do have mm. a lot of things that we are is, we should be proud of and yeah. we have achieved as per yeah, the song. I mean, it's 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 just mind-boggling though. Sometimes like when you hear about these kind of cases, because like always people think of Singapore is like no crime or like super low crime or like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. petty crime kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then like we have these kinds of really like really like, yeah like strange. I guess Hollywood type stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. for for me it's like when I hear this sort of. Um, uh, news it brings me uh, and reaffirms my belief that we have the talent that matters yeah and then oh, when, why are they all doing this yeah yeah I mean surely 
I bro, I, I don't want to be judgmental and all. Surely he has his reasons for doing it. Yeah. You know, uh, we I don't guess, know yeah. his his sociological background. True, true, I don't true. know the kind of friends that he grew up with. Yes. I don't know the family background he's in. Was yeah. he put in a situation where he had to do this because an eight to five job just true, wouldn't true. cut it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, our businesses and not giving him enough uh, for, for, you know, a weekly pro- paycheck. The profile, bro. He's 28 and he's still taking his degree. Yeah. Which means yeah. he valued education as You're well. You're right. Yeah. So the 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 image of him as a criminal is very yeah. dis, disjunct. Was it to pay off yeah his la. studies? You yeah. know, does he have a family? Is his mother in hospital that he had to care for? Yeah. We don't know these things. The news doesn't really put it out there. Yeah. True, All we true, see true. is a 28 year old caught for this, and then we we give our judgments. Yep. You know. So, so in the same vein as what we see on movies, mm, right? I hope. For his sake, that we have some special covert unit somewhere, mm. <laughs> which is they can leverage on his skills. Yeah, which no, is always true, though, on agree, the yeah. prowl for these kind of fellows who you know has a knack for organized crime or yeah. has a knack for yeah. looking out for weaknesses in systems. Yes, actually, yes, that's like the mindset, right? Like yes. mm-hmm. that ability to find loopholes and the yeah. ability to basically think outside of this of these structures yeah so i i met with uh with an ex criminal on a cruise right I told mm-hmm. you about it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when uh, i was there he he was actually uh can i even say this mm-hmm. i can't say this la mm-hmm. so <laughs> don't just leave us hanging dude uh, like yeah. he claims that he's working for some special ops kind of like right unit here but he can't tell me what i i still can't tell you You much know, but more yeah but of course uh, but he was basically turned over new leaf and given yes he uh, he he was caught early in his uh, youth days i see for he was basically a black hat hacker right mm. right he could manipulate with certain data right he knows his ins and outs mm. of a particular system mm. and it has uh, made him a sizable amount of money right wow. back then illegally of course okay, okay? Yes. he was caught he served his two years mm-hmm. and he was recruited Uh-huh. And mm. he helped develop uh, one of the early forms of the ERP satellites. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, he helped to develop that. And then when I was like, we were making payments, right? We we, we had the counter making payments and uh, for for our, you know, um, in in the cruise, right? You you use everything first, you pay later. Oh, okay. right, 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 right. So while we were making payments, I he he asked me, hey, you Singaporean? Uh, yeah, bro, what are you working as? And then at that time, I was a DJ uh, in in radio stations. I'm here with my listeners. Oh, that's kind of a cool job. What do you do? And then he he shared me his life story. Mm-hmm. And then he showed me, bro, want to see something cool or not? Oh, and then God. he showed his phone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't porn. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He showed like he actually hacked into the mainframe of the cruise ship. Oh <laughs> my God! Using his touchscreen menu that was available in his um in his room. Oh my! So from God. that from that selection of um what you call it. Your in-house service. Yeah, mm. yeah. You can you can order food and whatever. Uh-huh. He hacked into that system, bro. So basically, what could there he was do? A... So you could he, he could I mean, access everything. He can access la. everything, bro. He can see everything. He can oh, give yeah. himself free meals, basically, if he wanted oh to. Yeah. God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he got like free Wi-Fi, and I say I don't have to pay for anything, bro. I, and I was like, <laughs> should you even be telling? Uh, have you really turned over a new leaf? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but some things can change, lah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, like when I hear these kind of stories, right, uh-huh. it just scares me because uh-huh. we are, we're we're all moving towards like smart nations, smart yeah, nations, yeah, smart yeah, that yeah, one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But hackers will always be one mm. step ahead of all of these smart, right. smart stuff. Of course, they're You're the right. ones who created one. No, exactly. Yeah. So, like, they were, like you know, can you imagine if mm. there's there comes a day where the entire city, for example, is so mm. reliant on a particular software or whatever, mm. then then one asshole comes in and hacks the thing, mm-hmm. and then everything just shuts down. 
Don't say as well, lah, bro. We don't no, know no, who's no. listening, man. Now kids okay. are, you know, they, <laughs> okay. kids at very very young age, they are making coding uh, sort yeah, of compulsory, yeah. like you know. a life skill. It's become a yes. life skill. No, I understand that, but mm. that's that's my point. Right? It's scary. I mean, can you think about it? Like, yeah. if if yeah. one day we be, we are so reliant on technology and all this, and mm-hmm. then like some very talented individual mm. comes and does this kind of stuff mm. and so then like everything just goes to it goes boils to back the same conversation that maybe our early generations had mm-hmm. when they were this generation of typists and people were um, moving towards computers yeah moving towards computers mm-hmm. so maybe within their circles they're like can you imagine if everybody shifted to computers what would happen to all the talented typists we yeah. have so many talented typists you know and stenographers and all that no yeah. but this is no but okay the thing is right like I've, I've mm. read about this before like yeah. mm. the argument about technological advancement is is in a different league okay. because just because of how all encompassing it's turning out to be mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm, you know like it's not just a matter of like just communications like health is involved finances mm-hmm. are involved You're entire right. country defenses are involved yeah mm-hmm. but you know that's why there's also a movement about going off the grid right? like is it there, there I've, are, I've i've heard roughly about there it. are uh, maybe not as as, as sizable mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people who especially have money who but purposely buy islands or oh. escapes where they can off everything and and just live off the grid for a while wow yeah. so if you want to start living off the grid you should mm-hmm. listen to our um advertisers mm-hmm. uh, not saying that they are suge- they are they have the kind of lifestyle uh-huh. but it is a start Okay, <laughs> it's a start to something. Mm-hmm. To uh, making enough money to survive. Course. We are gonna be with them in a while. Right mm-hmm. after yes. this, uh, with more news to come, only on Plan B. Dot SG. That's right. Welcome back to Plan B. Dot SG. Proudly brought to you by our friends from Mendaki Sense and MQ. For mm. more information, you can contact them at their main line is six three three zero three thousand or visit. Uh, their Facebook and Instagram platforms at Mendaki Sense. You can also go to WSG site www.wsg.gov.sg to know more about the available initiatives under the SG United Jobs and Skills Package. We are still with Hafiz and Fatin. Mm-hmm. Hafiz, four months in this SG traineeship. Yes. And Fatin has been in um, the program for six months. Yes. And uh, here to share their experiences with everyone on board. So specifically just for graduates of different uh, institutions? Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's mainly uh, for graduates of from ITEs, mm. uh, uh, polys, as well as uh, mm. uh, private institutions and unis. Right. Mm. But I also think that we also have um, a mid-career program, right? Correct. Think, yeah. Mm. So uh, people who are affected by COVID and then mm. uh, mid-career change. So mm. there's also uh, a site where they they that relates to them. So they can actually mm. find out more. Right. So this is also called traineeship or is a different program altogether? Yeah, it's called uh, SG Mid-Career Yeah, I'm so well. Okay, so they have that particular program for yeah. uh, individuals who are doing their mid career switch. So la. basically, whatever your station in life, there'll be a program for you lah. Mm, mm, but so, I think for that that one would be the duration would be longer. For us, mm, it's probably like six nine months. For them, that would be probably a year or two years. Yeah, so, that kind mm, of. So thing. I actually wanted to ask this as well because you you guys mentioned right, like four months in, six months in. Yeah. Okay. So like, how does this thing work? Like, is it by a contract that one shot you need to do this for nine months or mm. how? Yeah, for us, I think it's nine months. Right? Yeah, for yeah. us, it's nine months. But uh, there are some that are six months. So it depends on the organization and uh-huh. yeah, how how long they want uh, their SG trainees uh, to be in the organization. Uh. 
Then can you like extend it afterwards or even become like a full time mem- yeah. full member? Uh, that is up to the organization. <laughs> I see. Oh, okay. So it's a mandatory nine months, uh, or, or is it different across different industries? Um, yeah, I think it's different. And mm. then, but as you are serving your SG traineeship mm-hmm. and actually uh, during the traineeship, and if you actually Uh, you know, some job uh, fr- previously gets back to you. Yeah, you can actually leave the traineeship and then okay, no. yeah, oh. and then uh, it's not a breach of contract. It's mm-hmm. stated there that you can actually pursue if it's better for you lah. If I the see. opportunity mm-hmm. presents in that way lah. So you're not bound to it lah, basically. Yeah, right? you're just you there just... to learn and then yeah, develop all your skills. Oh, and that's really mm. good. All that. What about uh allowance? Um, you know. That's always a talking point. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, what's the amount of time that you all have to uh, commit to this particular program mm. per day? Is it is it an eight to five program or is it like a half day course? How's it's, it like? It's like a full time. Oh, like nine a full time. Yeah, yeah, nine to six. Yeah. I see, and you get paid uh, the same amount as a conventional staff who's in the particular. No Or is it like a seventy <laughs> percent? What is the? Okay, so for what is it like? for uni grads, ah, uh, that's mm. actually uh, we are kept at I think it's two point five k lah for uni grads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming for. This is with CPF or. Oh no! The the thing is. Yeah, uh, there's, there's no, no CPF. CPF. It's just a 2.5 right, right. k allowance. <laughs> asking, I'm asking for too much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 2.5 k for uni grads. Yeah, mm. and then um, mm. just now you guys were saying about internship. What's the difference between internship and yeah. traineeship? Right? Yeah. So basically, that's one of the points. So this mm. traineeship actually the allowance is better for mm-hmm. all these groups of people as compared to right. internships where you get sometimes less than. 1k. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard like from friends who've done internships. 700. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's really They always bad. complain. They're like, you know, it's it's really not worth it. It's never enough. It's not enough. It's, you do quite a lot of work. It's mm. not even mm. the work you want to do. Yeah. And then like you don't get paid enough. Mm. Yeah. So like yeah. yeah. But if you intern at the right companies, it might be a good portfolio for you. Of course, of yeah. course. I mean, that's what I believe lah. So how how has it been like for the four six months in? Do you guys plan to Pursue this like a uh, try. Do you hope that you know you'll be able to continue on after this uh, contract, or do you think? Um, for me personally, um, that depends on the organization. Right. If I'm given a chance, obviously I'll, I'll look look at it again. But then uh, I've also had um, uh, I'm looking at other ventures mm. in different industries also lah. Right. So, right. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. um, you know. Sorry, Fatin, you're yeah. say something, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, like uh, I'm, I'm just wondering what are the things that you all actually learned mm. during uh, the traineeship uh, program itself versus school, because sometimes school can only teach you so much. Yeah. And then uh, at times the things that you learn outside or you know that you're faced with the challenges that you face with outside are really different from what the school has prepared you for. Mm. Like, do you face that right now? Uh, for me, it would definitely it would definitely be dealing with people mm, 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 because mm. you are you are you are situated in in uh in a place where you meet different kinds of people every yes, day. Yes. Mm, mm, so um, that's definitely something that school won't teach you like dealing with true. people. Yeah, they mm. schools are for theories, and mm, I believe mm. that when you are um in a real life environment, mm-hmm. you experience different set of challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for yourself, Hafiz? Um, like, <laughs> I think um, moving on to this, like you've forgotten top. how school is like. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, because he was working before. Oh, even, I see. Right? I see. Yeah, I saw but it, yeah. Uh, that job it was mainly very operational. It was just mm. like every day you're you're doing mm. every day the same thing. So I felt I like see. okay, I need 
I need to do something and learn things that will be applicable in the next few years. Things mm. that, that mm. can be a stepping stone yes. into, into, you know. Mm. And then, yeah, that's when I saw this opportunity and then, yeah, mm. I just jumped at it. I'm going to ask you a very Singaporean parent question. <laughs> uh, what additional benefits do you get from this particular course? Like, is there any annual leave, medical benefits mm. or, you know, you go and MC, you won't be paid during the MC. Oh, no, no. Know? So, your benefits are exactly like... Uh, the employees of the organization, right? Yeah, oh, awesome, man. Yeah, so just that it's prorated. La, so whether you're doing six months or nine months. Yeah. yeah mm. So that that depends. But other than, other than that, you, you get... We, we do yeah. get our annual leaves. La. Mm. Oh, oh, you oh, don't wow. get the 13-month bonus though. So, 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> so like if you were to sign yourself up for this traineeship, is it a co- um, like 100% confirmation you will get it? Or is there, does it go through some sort of you know, seething where only certain graduates of a certain caliber are allowed to go through this. Because I understand right now, the situation is that um, the jobs uh, are not, I mean, the companies out there are not really hiring. Yeah, And there are some who are actually off. Actually, there's a lot of jobs that are available. But maybe yeah. something, the, the job matching the profile, part, like, you yeah. know, the profile is not what maybe graduates want. Yeah. So entering into SG traineeship, is there like a 100% confirmation you will actually get into it? Or there's like a percentage possibility, maybe 30, 30% you will not get and 70% you might be, you know? Uh, you mean into the... Into, into the, the program. Tra- yeah, into the into program. The program. Um, I think mainly the criteria is for you to be a Singaporean or mm. PR. Yeah. And mm. then... Yeah, you just have to graduate between 2019 to mm. 20... I think right now it's 2021. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's so the criteria. Standard, is it? Yeah, and then you, you just have to try to apply to it. Hopefully the organization gets back to you. Mm. And then you'll, yeah, and then you'll get through interviews like a normal uh, job interview. I see. I think okay. this is really important because yep. uh, I know uh, of several graduates who are, you know, just throwing resumes after resume yes, yes. to certain companies and I know they've been trying hard. Yep. And I heard like a certain graduate, like a particular month, he sent about 200 resumes oh per month. Like that. I think that's a good hustle. But at the same time, do take this up for consideration yes, yes. while waiting for better offers or um, you never know, this might be the offer that exactly, you're actually waiting exactly. for. Like one more place to throw your, your resume after throwing 200 doesn't yes. make that much of a difference. Yeah. And I want our listeners to just pick this up and, and share uh, this information to a graduate that you know That's right. uh, who's, who's finding a job and uh, trying to see what works for him or her. Exactly. So by all means, this is a time to do it. I'd like to thank once again Fatin and also Hafiz for, for being with us. Mm. What is your message to um, listeners who are actually trying to uh, make it in life, trying to find a new opportunity and are grappling with that right now? What is yep. your message to, uh, to all of them? Okay, uh, for me, I feel that um, as graduates, we before we graduate, we somehow mm. want to go in a certain area. But yeah. if things like COVID, unexpected, all these things happen, mm-hmm. uh, you should everyone should just adapt. Uh. You guys should just adapt and then seize the opportunity. Um, don't really look at the monetary uh, um, value or benefit that you maybe the skills can outweigh that. Uh. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's my view. Uh. But, mm. Nice. Mm. Uh, for me, it would be yeah, like seizing the oppor- opportunity, especially like in this difficult time mm. and also to gain as much as ex- as much experience that you can get from this uh, program because uh, you can really learn a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and just a shout out uh, to 
poly and ITE students, uh, mm-hmm. come first April, uh, there will be actually an increase uh, in the quota of how much you guys will receive for allowance. I think oh, for, nice. for diploma holders will be 2.1 and then for mm. for ITE should be 1.7 or 1.8. So it's a good uh, uh, stepping stone for you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and it'll be mainly like six months or nine months. Like you guys can check it out. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And, and this information is available on WSG site? Uh, yep. Okay, you'll be on WSG site. So all you got to do is to visit www.wsg.gov.sg to know more about the available initiatives uh, like we've mentioned earlier on and also to find out more about SG United Jobs and Skills Package. Um, alternatively, you can also, for more information, contact Mendaki Sense at their main line at this mm-hmm. number 6330 3000. That's yep. 6330-3000 or visit at Mendaki Sense on their Facebook and Instagram platforms. This podcast probably brought to you by our friends from Mendaki Sense and MCube. Once again, thank you, Hafiz and Fatin. Thank you. No we, problem. Thank we, you, guys. Yep. Thank you so much. We will be back with uh, more news to come right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back to Plan B dot SG. Mm. We have something in the in the SMP, right? We're talking about food. Wait, wait, before we even go there, right? You know, right. SMP is uh, is it partially owned, or fully owned by this uh, this Alibaba guy? Oh, really? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's I just, that's I just his editorial. I suddenly forgot his name. I, Jack Ma. Jack, Jack Ma. Ma. Yeah. Yeah. I went to him. He's been silent for so long. No, but okay, he's alive. He's alive. There was a period everybody thought he died, right? But like, I thought he alive. was kidnapped. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, like, but okay, when he reappeared also, the mm. circumstances were quite uh, questionable. Is it? Yeah. Mm. He was slightly muted? Yeah, and they just mm. showed him somewhere and he was able to say something ah. and smile. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no. Do you think it was a script? Oh, Before I, he was revealed to the public, you better stick to your script, Jack Ma. Yeah, Ooh. perhaps. I wouldn't be surprised though. Yeah, honestly. we never know. We you never, never know when it comes to China. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but... Okay, sorry, okay. what's the... What's, what's no, the article? On, sure. that note, on that note, this uh. SCMP, South China Morning Post, mm, mm, mm. seems to be gaining traction as a as an yes. editorial. Right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. Good strategies that work. I'm yeah. also studying. But okay, the thing, and the best <laughs> thing I guess is I don't know what their stance is. Mm. Uh, like, I feel like that's a good mark of like, you know, at least journalism. some neutral or like fair-handedness. Mm-hmm. It's not like, that's why I really sometimes I just don't like to read American stuff because it's like, you read like the first two paragraphs and you know, this one either like super left-wing or super right-wing. Mm. Oh. You know what I mean? Do I, cons- I don't like that. I don't do like you that. consume Russian times? No, I do. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Really you do? I do. Why not? It's, 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 it's you, must, a... you must consume everything, not only Deutsche Welle. No, yeah. I only, okay, so I only, <laughs> I only consume Russian times when they're not talking about Russia. Oh, and hey, they, I think 80% of their, yeah. their content is not just Russia. So I know, I know. Russia, That's yeah. why, like, as yeah. in, I will avoid the things about Russia because I know that it's all just, you know. Uh, a certain perspective. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I so mean... It's a bit like Al Jazeera as well, right? Yeah, ex- actually, yes. Yeah. So I've also come to realize recently that Al Jazeera, like, there are certain kinds of things that I mean, they're not fully independent also in that sense. Yeah. Like. No, gen- no journalist is like, honestly. There arguably is always an agenda. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so, so more importantly. So, more importantly, yes. Mm-hmm. Mala food. Matt Formala. This is from uh, SCMP. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Formala. How Singapore's taste for halal Chinese food has taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, this is written by Kimberly Lim at um, 9am, 12 mm-hmm. March. 
Oh. So when Aisha Tan moved to Singapore from Xinjiang in 2012, mm-hmm. she noticed there were no restaurants serving Chinese traditional dishes from China for the mm-hmm. Muslim community. Mm-hmm. The halal food in Singapore is very different from Xinjiang, so I decided to set up shop and introduce Xinjiang uh, dishes to the Muslim community here. Mm-hmm. The 48-year-old said the Xinjiang Uyghur. Uh, autonomous region, the westernmost part of China that is home to largely Muslim minority Uyghurs, mm-hmm. is known for food that is distinct from the rest of the country, mm. with dishes such as roasted mutton and the use of thick, fragrant spices. Mm-hmm. Tan's restaurant Yi Chun Noodle specializes in beef noodles. In a particular dish in、uh, Xinjiang that's very popular, when she first opened in 2017, mm-hmm. 18% of her customers were Muslim, but she has since seen a greater number of non-Muslim customers.、Mm-hmm. A lot of them like to. Come here to host work meetings. This is because、uh, the office is made up of different people from different regions,、mm-hmm. and it might be hard to find a restaurant that caters to everyone's taste buds. Yeah. So Muslims make up about 14% of Singapore's 5.8 million people. Most、mm-hmm. Muslims in the country are ethnically Malay, while the rest are from others like me, including、mm-hmm. Indians and Chinese.、Mm-hmm. Actually, like us lah.、Uh-huh. Singapore's、uh, Muiz said it issued 4,630 halal certificates to premises in 2018, almost double the figure a decade ago. Oh wow! wow. I didn't know this.、Yeah. Mm-hmm, These mm-hmm. establishments were started by Muslims as well as non-Muslim Singaporeans,、mm-hmm. in addition to new migrants such as Tan, motivated by a growing interest among the Muslim community to try new flavors and cuisines.、Mm-hmm. The growth of the local halal industry mirrors that of the global halal industry, according to a Muiz spokesperson,、mm-hmm. in reference to the growing number of Muslim travelers in the Asia Pacific region.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is quite cool. I mean, the rest of it is just talking about like infrastructure in other countries.、Mm-hmm. But there's also one part about、uh, Mr. Muhammad Khair Muhammad Noor,、mm. 55, an administrator of the halal cafe and restaurants in Singapore HCRS Facebook group,、mm-hmm. said there had been an increase in the number of halal certified or Muslim-owned Chinese restaurants over the past five years,、mm-hmm. many of which were set up by Chinese Muslims from Singapore or mainland Chinese living in the country.、Mm. So that's quite that's quite cool actually. I mean,、yep. I think we've all noticed this, right? Yeah. Like in the past few years, it's like you suddenly start seeing all of these like halal、uh, Chinese food restaurants pop up. Yeah.、Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It Not- started with mala, I think. No, I don't think so. Actually, it's、I、been around for the longest time, lah. Yeah, it's, it's not, not that long, but honestly, you think back ten years ago, got me. Ten, ten years, years ago, Where, possibly no. Maybe eight years ago, popularity. Not ten. Yeah, but it as far as eight years ago, really,、eh? there were options already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, actually, yeah lah. They say lah, but like twenty twelve, twenty eight, thirteen, that kind of time. Yeah. So so there's there's there has been a lot for some time, and、yeah. I think just maybe you know、uh, maturing palate. True, true, true. And like globalization,、thing. right? We're bringing in more people from、yes. different parts. Because like even as a Chinese person,、mm-hmm. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Because like the kinds of food that was coming in, like from China in that sense, yeah, was very different from the traditional Chinese regions that. The Chinese people here typically come from. I okay, see. Okay. So things like mala, things like these kind of beef noodles, right? They are. Oh, but the beef noodles, damn raw. It's, it's damn good. Yeah. You try it, right? I love it. I love it. But like, these are not things that my grandparents consume.、Mm-hmm. Your grandparents, your grandparents consume mala. No, is mala is something new. Yeah, it's new. They they don't know what it's like. They cannot stand it because it's not it's not their kind <laughs> how of. Ca- how come it's suddenly centered and also accepted to be kind of like part of、uh, Chinese cuisine? I mean,、Mala. okay. The what, thing what, is, what are its roots? <laughs> no, okay. The thing is, right? Like, if you, what is the Chinese identity in Singapore? You say Chinese, everybody just thinks of one thing. When、mm. like the Chinese community is also very, very wide, wide,、yeah. wide and diverse, right? Yeah. Like,、mm. yeah. 
the Hainanese people eat different things from the Cantonese people. You're different right. Different things from the uh, what's it called Hokkien people. You're yeah. right. And like all these mala mala stuff is coming mm. from I think like the more western regions mm. Ah, mm. of of China, mm. which is like mm. traditionally that's not where the Chinese communities in Singapore came from. Yes. we came from the more coastal sites of China. Oh. Actually, uh, when you mentioned this, I had a ch- I did tell you about my trip to Shadian and also Yunnan, right? Mm. I think so. It was a very um, Muslim-centric mm. Uh, mm. town. Mm. I remember and you posting a photograph. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we, I explained the yes. uh, backstory behind it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just that there's this, they, they like to use this uh, very, it, it tastes very peppery, dried flakes of chili. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and the sting of the... Um, the the heat that you get from eating these uh, yep. flakes mm-hmm. are very um, unique, yeah. identical. Peppers, yeah, identical, identical to uh, the mala style. Yep, yep, yep. of flavor, which actually I don't really like. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I'm not a mala kind of guy. So typical to the area, from my understanding, is they only serve their food with uh, chili oil. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but yes. the, chili, the chili oil in itself, right? Mm. One oh, loaded no. No lah, bro. Huh? No. Whenever I eat, I'm like pouring almost half a bottle. Where? To, where yeah. are you eating it? Dude, you're just you're just bad at having spicy stuff. We all know this. <laughs> okay. That okay, with respect, that's quite true. <laughs> but yeah. I I mean to me the, the heat is not enough, but mm. it's a very unique yes, taste. Yes, yes, yes. And also the fact that because it's chili oil, it's mm. a very different uh yep. Flavor profile on the tongue. Yeah, you're right. But I think what was what uh, Zah is referring to, you know, for a lot of these dishes, they they mm-hmm. they have a lot of particular spices, and especially what I'm given to understand is they use a lot of star anise. Mm-hmm. And what that, is that? Uh? Or the particular um, yeah, spice? That, yeah, that, spice. That spice it? with that. Yeah, with the star looking thing. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And that star anise, when you cook with that, right, it leaves that lingering, mm. almost wasabi like. Uh, yes, oh, yes, yes. It's quite strong actually. Heat on the tongue. So yeah. like you never want to bite into it. Yeah, correct. You never want to buy. Sometimes yes. it's in brani, right? Sometimes, Sometimes I, I, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And um, then you will like be yeah. stunned. Yeah. Then your tongue goes numb for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stunned yeah. like vegetable. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> so the thing is, I'm not surprised, right, that like the more western parts of China, mm-hmm. I guess, because like, these are the Turkic peoples. Mm-hmm. Like, because China also not True. just Chinese people, right? Yeah. Like everybody think China, everybody Chinese. But like yeah. you have mm-hmm. the Han ethnicity, but yeah. you have the Turkic peoples, like the yes. Uyghurs, they're actually yeah. Turkic. Mm-hmm. And like, so I guess traditionally, like historically the Silk Road, yeah. right? Like it was in that region. Yeah. So like the amount of spices from that region mm-hmm. is like, I mean, th- that's why you see f- similar flavor profiles. Not mm-hmm. say profile, but like similar spices being used mm-hmm. as like India. And yeah. And and that whole region. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, if you think about it as well, uh, that area, to me, surprisingly, as mm-hmm. a as a non-Chinese, they you get a lot of mutton there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like in other places, the Chinese food doesn't seem to feature mutton. Yes, it's as actually much. not. Yeah, it's not common. Yeah, and one of the to me the nicest dishes there is a mutton skewers. You know. Ooh. Have you tried it before? It's, it's like, like a kebab thing. Is is it? is like a small knife, thin one. Okay. Then, but it's Chinese. It's not not like the the kinds you see in Middle Eastern. Oh, that's right, Chinese. Right. Yeah, it's like a small. Wow. Oh, but I've had one where it was on a stick. Mm. It's like a stick, and mm. then they got like a uh, this mutton on it, mm-hmm. and it it's cooked in very traditionally like you know like Asia, uh, if you watch American TV you'll be like <laughs> Asian five spice you know oh, okay. you, you know what I'm okay, talking about okay. yeah, yeah, yeah it has that that like sweet savory yep, kind yep. of flavor profile oh it's very nice oh, mm-hmm. it's really amazing and actually the restaurant that was quoted in the article they mm. serve it as well like one of their brunches oh really yeah yeah they hey, do. I should I should check this place out yeah like. Yeah. I, I have to figure out like where exactly they, the they, they have two or three branches but they're not paying for airtime so let's not talk about it yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's, it's quite good 
I will you find should. it. I will find it off air. Yes, you and then once you try it out, please tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how it, why, why must you tell me? Food. I'm not a mala guy. Sorry. Well, yeah. one, okay, one last thing, right? Just on the topic of food, mm. I remember watching this this particular show where this this Angmoh guy, but he could speak Mandarin very fluently. So he was traveling throughout uh, old trade routes and all that. Yep, so yep. a large part of it was through the western part of China, mm. Mm. and then he went to this. I think it was a like a, one of those communities where they were primarily Muslim, right? Mm. And they were going to have like a cookout for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they had this like huge ass furnace okay. that was buried underground. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, and then they took this whole. Uh, like kambing sheep or uh-huh. or, or, or sheep lah, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Goat then, la, I guess, yeah, yeah. So it was already gutted and everything. Right. Now, interestingly, it looked a lot like you know the, okay, you know when there's the the thirteen month the ghost festival. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then seven month lah. Ah, not uh, sorry, seven month. <laughs> Where got thirteen month? Sorry, 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 sorry. My mistake. One performance bonus. My mistake. <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> yeah. So you know the seven month the ghost festival. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Like they'll have the roast pork, you know. Oh, the oh, yeah, sucking yeah, pig yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? No, yeah. no, no. This one is a pork de pork. I know. The metal. I know. And then it rotates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's very crispy yeah. on the outside. Oh, yeah. So, oh, seriously? Yeah, so they, 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 they had that in this place. Oh, but it was but mutton. Ah. With mutton. Oh, my yeah. God. Nice, so, man. So, they like, they marinated it on all that. Then they put it on two, between like two metal things. Oh, right. Wow. And then the whole metal thing went underground. Oh. Because deep underground was the burning fire. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. Then like three hours later, they take it out. Mm. And then the, the 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 whole skin is like brown, golden brown, yeah, crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice. Oh, my God. And you can see the fats oozing off. Like, it's like man. totally melted and... and Awesome. And all the meat just I tell you bowl. like this is I mean okay so the pork version is shaoro ah. okay. it's, it's very common in Singapore also uh-huh. I grew up on that okay. obviously oh. I don't have that anymore right mm-hmm. so now you're telling me this thing in 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 you know wherever in China yes. and it's in mutton bloody hell I want, I want I wa- to try yeah, this I, I, yeah. yeah watching it on TV I was licking my lips I was like oh man I need to try that. that do you have that here in Singapore mm, I so not far. that I know of ah. well mm. this is a call out to anyone who's uh, tuning in right now yep. and if you have a good place mm-hmm to get no but they have to dig the hole first you never know maybe there are ovens with her, yeah with the proper know, furnace yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. With the proper furnace but it doesn't have to be an underground oven right it could also be like a, no a like, it's like some people will tell you if you want to make tandoori and uh-huh. then you don't have a natural clay oven oh, yeah. it doesn't work not gonna work yeah that's yeah. true hard to say lah <laughs> you never know this, this that's is true, food science yeah. that's true that's true right yeah. so you can uh, reach out to us and DM us mm-hmm. if you ever had this delicacy before mm-hmm. which actually I haven't I haven't tried it yet but sounds delish yes as long as it's not spicy if spicy is I'll be like can lah uh, la, a bit of spice lah I'm, yeah. I'm not such a weakling okay, okay. <laughs> alright and uh, this podcast probably brought to you by our friends from Medaki Sense and mm-hmm. also MQ if you have uh, any stories you want to share with us uh, in our DMs you mm-hmm. can do so in Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and you can follow me at Zar Ismail D-Z-A-R-I-S-M-E-I-L mm-hmm. you can also find me on my uh, Instagram at Darren Mark Kau mm-hmm. or on my Facebook as Darren Mark and you can look for me on both Instagram and Facebook as uh, Abdul Rahman Loko. Thank you. And we will see you uh, next week only on planb.sg. Bye bye. Bye-bye.